Hello. It's backdoor cover. It's Saturday, November 28th. Brad, hit the high porn. Let's go. What's good? It's Micah. It's Brad. It's 9.25 a.m. Central Time. Or, and we are here <laughs> to talk about uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to you, buddy. Hey, Micah. Happy Thanksgiving, big guy. What's good? Uh, you know, everything. How was your, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Fantastic. I went on a, uh, a nature hike with my folks and the dogs and, uh, and my boo. And uh, we ate some ham sandwiches. And then tonight we are supposed to gather with my brother and his wife and his kids. But there is a stomach bug that they caught at Thanksgiving at their grandparents' oh, no. house on the other side of the family. So it's all to be determined, but such is life in 2020. We are going to make it either way. Uh, it's been a good one. How about yours? How was your Thanksgiving, big guy? Uh, it was good. We went uh, over to my uh, to my parents' house where we sat outside. The weather was like 75 degrees on Thursday here in Austin. And mm-hmm. so we sat at three different tables, uh, <laughs> like all spread out. And, Just yelling uh, at each other? Uh, yeah, basically. Basically. It was good, though. Always nice. I'm about to have the last of the turkey here for a sandwich at lunch today, and I am quite excited. Man, I'm hungry. That sounds good. Is your brother in, uh, like, Hawaii or something? Was he there? Yeah, no, they're back in Hawaii. That's what My I brother thought. And his, so you, his you were missing back uh, to Hawaii. the quirkiest characters of the family for Thanksgiving. That's true. Mm. Yeah. Well, what you going to do? Gone. Are they going to cook pizzas there? What are they going to do while they're there? I have no idea. Okay, we probably it, this isn't a as this soon isn't as we, an NA podcast anyway. So it's well, as good. soon as we know, we will let <laughs> we will let the people know. I yes. used to have people DM me all the time that said like they were in Hawaii and ate Nene's pizza. Like they'd go on vacation, <laughs> they like go out of their way and go drive to a farmer's market to go get his pies, which I just found hilarious. They're like, your brother's so woke and his pizza's good. And my brother was like, how do you know these people? Like these people keep saying they're fans of yours. I'm like, shut just. No, no, it's called the internet, to, buddy. Yeah, welcome to the content game, fam. <laughs> um, Very good. Well, yeah, I'm happy to hear it was of, a good one. Well, thank you, buddy. There's a there's a lot of sports going on. We're going to talk about it. Um, if we did the episode with Mitch this week, right? I like. Indeed. I feel like this week has lasted nine. We it nine felt or like a back to back deal because we did Sunday with Mitch and the Bozos when they drove to Houston. Oh, that's and right. Then we did like Tuesday or Wednesday with Mitch, so it was like pretty stacked. But yeah, we got it in this week. That's right. Picks are out so there. So if it's, you want the picks, down. go back and listen to the episode from earlier this week. We're 2-0 um, so far. We won both games Thursday. Yeah, we had a bad week last week, Ugh. but hopefully since we released that that episode so late, you just didn't get a chance to make the bets. So Yeah, the Algo got a stomach bug and took a big fat shit, and uh, it's back now. It's bounced back, and we're 2-0 and this week. So, you know, dust your shoulders off. We're going to make it. We're good. Shouts to uh, the dude that, that DM'd me that said that uh, – the Algo bought his round of drinks over the weekend, so that's that's always nice. We love uh, getting people paid. Indeed. And uh, I guess we could plug my bookie. Go uh, check it out. Use promo code BACKDOOR. If you All don't, right. you're a fool. Yeah. The uh, So we we won't talk too much about pro football other than the, the big news about the Ravens, mm-hmm. uh, the Ravens-Steelers game, which was set to be the only good watchable game on Thanksgiving Day was then moved to Sunday and has now been moved to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the reigning MVP now, uh, reportedly has COVID as well. Uh, that that means we might get RG3 versus an undefeated Steelers team on Tuesday. 
That's that's the tentative plan. Wow. The other NFL news is the NFL is closing team facilities Monday and Tuesday because of a spike, uh, a nationwide spike. Basically, is what they're all saying. team facilities are being closed. You're saying all team facilities for teams that aren't playing on Monday or Tuesday. Basically, hmm. uh, all team facilities for all person activities Monday and Tuesday will be closed. The NFL said Friday the ban does not apply to teams scheduled to play Monday or Tuesday. Uh, NFL cited a spike in coronavirus cases around the country as well as, quote, understanding that a number of players and staff celebrated the holidays with (laughs) out-of-town guests. Mm -hmm. So whatever that means. COVID better fuck Um, off. If it ruins this football season, I'm going to be quite upset. It's ruined enough stuff. It needs to lay off. I I feel bad for for Baltimore fans. Um, They... This season is fucked for them. Like, they're, I think it's Kinda. very unlikely. I think it's very unlikely they're going to beat the, the Steelers, and then they're going to be 6-5 and five and going to be on the outside looking in at the playoff race. Yeah. Plus, you know, you had Lamar Jackson. They had so much hype. They had such a great year. There was so much promise moving into this year. Lamar Jackson's still on his rookie contract. Uh, those windows, when you get a star rookie quarterback, are very short. Yeah, and, and they kind of laid an know, egg in the playoffs last year, so this was the year where they were going to kind of run through the regular season yeah. and show up in the playoffs. This season has, is going to be a lost season, I think, and look back as a big missed opportunity for, for Ravens fans. The rest of their schedule uh, stinks, though. They got Cowboys, Browns, Jaguars, Giants, Bengals. They're going to win all those, but probably the That sounds Steelers like a lot game. of wins, actually. Yeah, so yeah, maybe they'll make the playoffs five after in a row. Yeah. But it just it feels like their, their season is snake bit. Agreed. Um, it just seems like it's, it's harder also, than it needed to be for some reason. There have like, also been reports. Uphill. There have also been reports that like they've been a little negligent. Like this isn't like a, a couple negligent guys negligent with what with Health? COVID. Okay. Yeah, like they they should have seen this coming. They've been reckless. Mm. Speaking of reckless, okay. uh, Nick Saban has COVID this time for real. Good lord! And, How many uh, times is that going to catch it in a football season? Or well, allegedly, appara- apparently the first time was just a false positive, but now he he has COVID. Uh, and I guess if people in a shitty state just treat you like you're a god for a decade and pay you ten million dollars a year, you probably think you are a god, and you can just walk around the facility without a mask on. People in Alabama they, would probably think they're blessed if they caught Nick Saban's strand. That's true. There you are know, some wild folks got- out there. They host, I think they host Auburn today. That's where uh, game day is here on Saturday. So, if are we, you're up is and there watching, any uh, is there any rumors that someone at Auburn poisoned Nick Saban with the COVID? Because that sounds like something that would happen in Auburn, Alabama. I should they say. only they only poison trees. That's right. Okay, good. Well, not good, but whatever. Yeah, whatever. Um, Illinois versus Ohio State is now off. Has been canceled because the Buckeyes cases have climbed up high. That's another team that. Another school and a program that looks like this this they're in danger of, of a lost season. Michael, let with me ask you a potentially championship team. Yeah. What what is the threshold to be allowed to cancel a game? Like why wouldn't Clemson have canceled those games when they couldn't get Trevor Lawrence? Like he's their best player. So like and then they lost. And now whenever Ohio State gets sick, like is there a number? Is there a threshold that gives them the ability to cancel or is it just completely up to the school to just say, nope, we're not playing, we're sick. Do you it's know? Different, it's different by every conference. But there in is the a SEC, threshold for each conference. There is a threshold, but then I heard in the SEC it's just a suggested threshold. Okay. Because like, you're supposed to have 53 scholarship players, but if like Mizzou had 
some COVID t- t- uh, cases and some contract contact tracing miss you know guys missing. Mm-hmm. Plus they had some injuries, so like they only played with fifty two last week, but they wanted to play the game and they played it. Yeah, so like we were playing I, a stank ass team. and I don't know what the rules are in the Big Ten. The Big Ten seems to be more strict on how long teams must be out. Um, Big Ten also has a rule that a team must play at least six games to be considered for participation in their championship game. Mm, but then there's important. there's another rule here. However, if the average number of conference games played by all teams falls below six, then teams must play no less than two fewer conference games. Whatever. There's all sorts okay. of rules here. There's a lot and of they're all, fans. And if Ohio State, this is the second game they've had canceled this year. Right. Because um, the Wisconsin game got canceled, right? No, they were canceled previously against Maryland. Oh, okay. Uh, Wisconsin had a game canceled as well, but that was at least one, maybe two, but that wasn't against Ohio State. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's that was my Ohio State question. still like, has why can't Clemson cancel games when Ohio State and these other guys are doing it. So Yeah, I don't know. Ohio State still has Michigan State and Michigan on their their schedule, which would when, mean when. they could play six games. That's yeah. December fifth and December twelfth. So but that's gonna be six games and and I mean, I don't know. How do you put a team with only six games in in the in the the playoff? Like a team like BYU is going to have ten wins. They're going to be ten and zero, and you're going to put them over a team that played six games. I yeah. don't know. Uh, this this also came after news that Ryan Day, the coach of the Buckeyes, had COVID. So, hmm. ugh, this stuff well, sucks. I would say the most Man, safe school from it. COVID would be BYU. They don't. They can't even kiss girls on that campus, can they? Uh, I'm not going to speculate. But. <laughs> You're not going to touch that with a 50-foot pole? That's smart, Micah. That is uh, well played. Let's uh, talk about something that maybe we shouldn't talk, touch with a 50-foot Ooh. pole. Uh, okay. Sarah Fuller, who is a women's soccer player from Vandy, is going to suit up and play against Missouri this week for Vanderbilt as a place kicker. Uh, this seems like a nice story. For everybody, except for Peter the Irish guy, who is personally <laughs> offended by this, who sent a, an inappropriate text that I can't read on the air. Yeah, Peter's a little bit—he's uh, a little backwards. He's from Ireland. You can't—you can't hold it against him. You Let's know? see. Should I should I read this? I don't I'll, know. I'll I read haven't it. read it. So if you think it's a, uh, I'll I'm read it and it's I'll, not uh, acceptable. But okay. Okay. Just just to be clear, this is one hundred. Here's the disclaimer. This is the the following opinion. It does not reflect the views <laughs> of the host cover. of Backdoor Cover. <laughs> yes, just just Peter the Irish guy who is a foreigner, so he's allowed to say things. Things have gotten so blank and out of hand at Garza's alma mater that there are fucking girls playing football. Vandy should have all sports revoked and shut down all campus buildings, and should be doused in kerosene and lit on fire. <laughs> That's a uh, a visceral. Uh, take on this whole thing here poor yeah. guy i mean peter i, I can't think take it's... it i bet that girl could kick the shit out of a field goal and i bet peter couldn't hit the broadside of a barn i mean i hope she plays and you know kicks off i uh, hope she plays and doesn't beat us god that would be it wouldn't be very much fun to be be whipped by the girl but yeah whatever who cares i'm, vandy I'm, had I'm rooting a grad... for her other and then i'm rooting against vandy so that's how i'm, I'm taking this one yeah, Vandy had a grad transfer opt out before the season, and this week several of its specialists had to go into quarantine due to testing. So uh, there's only been two women that have ever played at the FBS level uh, at New Mexico and Kent State. So this is the first Power Five girl, uh, potentially. The back of her helmet will say, play like a girl on it. Tight. 
I like so, it. So uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know if she's going to kick off or or just kick extra points or whatever. Uh, hopefully they're not going to score. We're going to whip that ass today. She's going to be booting them from 75 and end up with an NFL contract. God, it's, it, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the kind of thing that would happen to Missouri. Definitely. Um, all right, so let's do some recapping before we kind of look ahead. I, you know, the the big game, as we mentioned, is is Auburn-Alabama. Uh, I don't know if there are any other matchups of ranked teams today, uh, but we've already had a few games over the weekend. And starting on Thursday, let's start with the college kids, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, there weren't any games on Thursday, were there? No, you are correct. Uh, on there Friday. were games yesterday, though. The, well, let's talk about the Thursday NFL games. I'm yeah, rambling, let's go chronologically. Okay. Okay. Uh, we'll start with the Lions laying a fucking egg at home. Woo. Uh, at, per usual, I, I, you know, every year people say, "Oh, you don't bet, don't bet against the Vikings, or don't bet against the Lions, Lions on uh, on Thanksgiving." I don't know why you want it. They are like four and sixteen their last twenty uh, Thanksgiving Day <laughs> games, and as I heard. Jim Caldwell, who was the coach they ran off, yeah. uh, won three of those four games. <laughs> well, the Lions have gone back-to-back with laying eggs. They laid a, a zero-point egg against the Panthers uh, two weeks ago, and then the Texans just mopped these fools. Back-to-back Texans like to cover a lethal weapon. Yeah. yeah, shouts to, uh, shouts to Deshaun Watson, who's Ooh. put up some big fantasy points for your boy. When are you going to bench him for uh, Tom Brady, Micah? Once the schedule... <laughs> lightens up. You are not. It's going bench. to. You are not benching Deshaun Watson for Tom Brady. Get the hell out of here. Well, I mean, when I made the deal, they were they were supposed to be trying to trade Will Fuller. Yeah. I, but Deshaun Watson is playing. He's a star, man. It, uh, talk about another wasted Good season. God, he is every incredible. season the Texans have with that dude on the roster is a wasted season because he is he is incredible. Yeah, he threw um, for three eighteen, four touchdowns, zero picks, and uh, your boy Will Fuller. Six receptions, one seventy-one, two touchdowns. Yeah, that uh, that Texans offense was a humming. Uh, yeah. The Detroit Lions, big trouble. The Lions are trash, and uh, you know turning the ball over left and right. Mm. And then uh, the Cowboys, who were I think it was twenty to sixteen in the fourth quarter, and ended up losing that game forty-one sixteen. Is yeah. that the final score? I don't have. I it stopped watching here. because I mean it was kind of close, and I still stopped watching. And I turned the thing on the, in the morning to read the recap. It's forty-one to sixteen. What just the hell disgusting. happened? Well, first of all, it, it terrible game. The Cowboys are a miserable football team to watch. Uh-huh. But they ran. They failed on a fourth down inside their own. I think like around midfield, uh, and they threw it like instead of just handing the ball to your ninety million dollar running back. Could this be tanking? Could quarterback this be sneak, a, an issue of tanking. And yeah. then they ran the worst fake punt anyone has ever seen. Did Did you see the fake punt? No. This was like at their own, like inside. I think it was like in their thirty yard line, like uh-huh. pretty deep in their own territory. That's right. Yes, I did see this. Now that and they ran like a, it was like a re- double reverse fake punt where the guy was po- looking to pass and it just had no chance. It was just pathetic. Uh, Washington scored on the next play, and then they got the ball back and scored again, and then they they capped it off with a pick six at the end to to make it a little more lopsided. But I mean, they kicked their ass, and Washington stinks. I mean, Washington's not a good team. Um, I mean, but Washington has some pieces. They're they're pretty well coached. They got they're, a shitload of of lottery picks on that defense. Like they're, I mean, they could show up and play any given Sunday on defense. Like, and they're going to yeah, get especially better up front. They're going to they're going to get to you. Yeah, and then Antonio Gibson, your boy, young with talent. the hat trick. Yeah, three yeah. touchdowns. Uh, fantasy alert! Fantasy alert! <laughs> uh, 
your boy, so anyways, uh, yeah, the Cowboys I'm sitting are real pretty dogs. going into the Sunday games. Cowboys are just pathetic. I mean, just a reminder, Andy Dalton, what, 3-17 and 17 now in his last 20 starts? 4-17? Mm. and 17. Mm. I mean, he's mm. just fucking awful. 3-17 and 17 in his last 20. Dust Garrett uh, Gilbert off. Let's go. He stinks. Yeah, I mean, just let Garrett. They should have just let Garrett have a moment. Let Gilbert cook. On Thanksgiving. Let Gilbert cook. They stink. They're terrible. They're awful. I hate them. Mm. Uh, you know, I hate there's that fat loser coach. There's not even fun to watch. No, there's nothing fun about them. The fat loser coach just is, he always said, he's, he's amazingly, he somehow makes things worse when he talks <laughs> after the game. He doesn't say anything. He never takes any responsibility, any blame for mm. fucking up. And all they do is fuck up. Like, you've got to at least own it. When you run a fake punt inside your, you know, own 30 and you fail and it's that spectacularly and then they score on the next play you can't say oh it's the right call that's because they're tanking micah it's tank palooza they stink he's like i did my job today i, I got the uh, the yell that's what i was going for well let's uh move along to the college games yesterday okay. uh four games all fairly interesting actually the uh texas longhorns hosted iowa state Number 17, Texas, hosting number 13, Iowa State. Iowa State uh, outscores UT 10-0 in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. They win in Austin 23-20. UT with just an, I won't say inexplicable loss. These teams are very evenly matched. These are two just, you know, top 15 teams. That's who they are. That's the ceiling on Texas, which is pathetic. Like, this team should have enough talent. They've, They've recruited well enough. Like, when they play their best, they should be, they should be able to beat Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State is extremely well coached, and it, like I think if these teams played ten times, they'd split five and five. Um, but Iowa State made all the plays in the fourth quarter. They executed down the stretch. The coaching, every possible coaching decision, UT made and Iowa State made. The ones Iowa State made worked out perfectly. The UT ones were all mistakes. Uh, the Tom Herman drumbeat is coming to fire his ass. And uh, although they have K State next week and then Kansas the final week, uh, if they were to lose against Kansas, that oh, would be on. a fireable. Thing happening. It happened to Charlie Strong, as you recall. That was yeah, Charlie's last game where they were that's like, "Man, eh, maybe Charlie's gonna keep his job. Probably not." And then they lost to Kansas. And they're like, "All right, Charlie, bye bye." And don't let the door hit. They're you. not gonna lose to Kansas, but uh, you know, a, a wasted season again cont- continues to be the theme of this episode. And when you have a four-year starter at quarterback, and now you're sitting there at five and three, I just you, don't understand what's going on at Texas. Like every quarterback, or I'm sorry, every coach that comes in is like highly touted. Obviously, it's a, a super desirable job. It's fertile recruiting ground. What is happening? That is why is the position snake bit? Like what? Like there's no logical explanation for why they shouldn't have bounced back at this point. There's they've gone through what three coaches since Mac, or is it two? Uh, now? Two since Mac. Okay, I just don't get it, man. I don't see what's what is holding them back. Just they even got a decent quarterback going this year, which has been kind yeah, of yeah, a four year starter uh, and bizarre. a guy who can play a little bit. But yeah, they they stink. Uh, you know, the problem with Ellinger is he's just not. Uh, I I don't know, man. He's a, he's a, a very good runner. He's an okay passer, but he's he's not a championship caliber guy. But he's too good to like replace. Are you saying uh, he doesn't have it? He doesn't have the it factor? No, he has it because he's tough <laughs> and he makes plays. That's, That's pretty much I'm all saying. he has. So what but are they missing? They got five that, stars My point all is it's, just, it's a wasted year that you waste a year with this dude. You know, mm-hmm. a four-year starter. Like, you've got you to gotta deliver. Um, 
But I do, like that's my so. point. I can't pick out what's wrong with them. Yeah, like I can. They stink, but I don't know. Like what? What is the cause of this? I just it it almost just seems snake bit, which is odd. So, anyways, yeah. it's a uh, uh, Brock it's an Purdy. Enigma. I mean, you look at Iowa State, Brock Purdy, who I think is a senior, I feel like he's been on campus 100 years. Seriously. 25 of 36, 312 and a touch. Uh, They've got a a stud running back, Brees Hall, 20 carries, 91 yards and a touch. Um, They just, like, they do, they and I think the Brees Hall said after the game, like, it's a five-star culture versus a five-star roster, which is just (laughs) cold-blooded, but true. That is That's the problem. Iowa State gets everything they can out of the talent they have in Texas uh, underachieves. Brock Purdy, he has a sibling named Chubba Purdy. It's pretty tight. Really? Yeah, Chubba. Who knew? Uh, Talking about Mac Brown, North Carolina uh, played pretty close with Notre Dame. At least this game was uh, tied at halftime. Notre Dame, uh, North Carolina came out, scored early. I think they were up 14-0. They definitely scored the first two possessions. It might have been 14-7. But Notre Dame... Outscores them 14 nothing in the second half and wins at North Carolina 31-17. This game was pretty interesting for a while until Notre Dame kind of put it away. They scored late uh, to make it a two-score game. It was it was interesting. Um I, I don't know how good Notre Dame is. I you know, North Carolina seems to be a year or two away. Mm. Um they're bringing in they're tons feisty. of recruits, but they're feisty. Yeah. You, and yeah. uh, they Carolina fall to feisty. six and three. It's just it's crazy to see Mac Brown on ABC. Like the UT game ended on ABC, another heartbreaker. And then here comes Mac Brown. They go down, score a touchdown on the first play, and you're like, "What? What is going on?" It's it's just got to be a weird, bizarre world uh, situation for for diehard UT fans. Uh, Iowa beat Nebraska twenty six twenty. After the game, there was some talk about. Uh, there's some shit talk from the coach at Iowa about Nebraska, I believe. Let me see if I can Ooh, pull up this, this headline. Some Midwestern hate. Yeah, uh, Kirk Ferentz, uh, the headline scoffs at Nebraska's gripe over clapping from sidelines. Let's see. You can't clap? Iowa football coach Kirk Ferentz took issue with Nebraska attributing uh, their center's snapping issues during Friday's game from clapping from the Hawkeye sideline. Scott Frost after the game, uh, I, I guess Nebraska's center had five snaps go awry in the first half. Jesus, hard to oh, play. Oh, and I bet you that the the snap is indicated by a clap by the quarterback. So the guys That's on the other correct. sideline were just clapping the shit out of their hands. And you got an empty stadium, so I guess that makes it, sense. Sound it, actually carries. It's kind of funny. Here's the the quote: "The issue with the snaps today, I don't think, had anything to do with the center's technique. They were clapping going on their sideline, and Cam heard the clap and thought it was the quarterback clapping." We discussed it with the officials, and it didn't happen in the second half. Uh, Ferentz said, nope, never heard of that. If a player was on the field doing it, I get it, but what are we talking about? The next thing you know, we're going to be treating this like golf. I was going to say tennis, but they do that in tennis. At golf, nobody's <laughs> able to say anything, right? So That's a pretty funny quote. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Dude, if people can clap and other people can hear it, stop using a clap as your fucking signal call. And here's the other quote. Kirk Ferentz, also a douche, just to be clear. But uh, we should go. We should just go home right now. What are we even talking about? It's football, right? It's football. Are they okay with how I dress today? Should I be changing my pants, different shirt? <laughs> what are we talking about? So I love the oh, pettiness, boy. the Midwestern pettiness. Uh, I was not very good, but and Nebraska's terrible. They're one and four. So 
Yeah, uh, Scott Frost is happy. having a tough time getting that shit going. Yeah. And then the game that I really wanted to talk about yesterday, uh, because the end of this was just like Shakespearean. I had to stop it. Like We were sort of watching it in bed at the end of the night. And I was like, Caitlin, Caitlin was reading a book or something. I'm like, just stop. She's like, what? Like, you've got to, you've got to watch what just happened here. Oregon so State, Oregon was, State, Oregon. Okay, go ahead. Yes, Oregon State was like a, I think, fifteen and a half point underdog um, at like home that. against Oregon. Oregon, a heavy favorite. The the Pac-12's last chance to run the table. Basically, the the last possible candidate to make the playoff uh, was Oregon, coming in three and zero. Oregon State one and two coming into the game. Uh, I watched most of the fourth quarter. Uh, Oregon State had a running back go 29 carries, 226, and two touchdowns. So hats off to them. They played well. Uh, They scored 22 fourth-quarter points to win the game, 41-38. But what happened is they get the ball down inside the five-yard line, uh, and there's like, I don't know, 30 seconds left, something like that. And they try and sneak it in, uh, like second and goal from the one. And their quarterback, Oregon State, they're trailing. They're going in for the game winning score, right? Quarterback goes for a quarterback sneak, gets hurt, and gets stuffed. So now it's fourth down, and the quarterback is like he like stumbles down, like and he starts grabbing his leg and like has to be pulled off the field. Mm. Oregon State brings in a player who has never played a single snap at Oregon State. Uh, okay. The backup quarterback comes in. They run a quarterback sneak. He gets in the end zone. They win the game. And he like people are they're going crazy. Was his you, name Rudy? Imagine, I I don't know what his name was, but the guy has <laughs> one play and one run, one yard rushing and one touchdown, and and it's just a legendary moment. And that you know I I assume that Oregon and Oregon State are pretty heavy rivals. People remember these games. People remember things that happen in it. Um, he scores, and what was crazy about it is he goes back to the sideline. I'm sure some of the highlight shows will have this, or I'm sure they they probably showed on game day today. If you're if you're watching, I'm sure you can see this. Mm-hmm. He goes back to the sideline. His teammates are mugging him. Like he's like flexing and smiling and like so happy and just like hugging everybody around. And he's hugging dudes and smiling and laughing. And directly behind him, the starting quarterback is there and he's just like laying on, he's sitting on it on the <laughs> bench and just grimacing in pain, like, like screaming in anger. Cause like he's in so much pain. <laughs> And then meanwhile, like three feet in front of him, this dude is celebrating the greatest moment of his life. It was just, it was a really wild scene. Some contrasting Um, emotions there, huh? And really Do you think they all went home and took uh, legal mushrooms, the whole entire team? Uh, Yes. Not microdoses. They took megadoses. Megadoses. Yeah, congrats. Shouts to Oregon State. Shouts to the Beavers, baby. Hey, Uh, you were wrong, though. USC is unbeaten still, so they've got two games Yeah, but they were... They're they only gonna play five games, but they, yeah, I think their chance of making it are are pretty shallow. We'll see though. Um, They're eight. That's what they were saying the on the on the broadcast anyway. They were just talking about how, um, yeah, Oregon was the one there, top ten. That was the best chance for the Pac-12. Um, quick look ahead at the games today, and then we'll get out of here. Um, a reminder: if you want the call it the pro football picks, go listen to Tuesday or Wednesday's episode whenever we drop that. Uh, the best game, of course. Auburn at Bama, even though Bama is a 24-and-a-half-point favorite. That line has not moved since since it was announced that uh, Saban has, uh, COVID. you know, whatever, COVID and won't won't coach. Uh, that's the only matchup of ranked teams. Yeah. There's 
five canceled games here. Houston and LSU is fun, but LSU just stinks. It's it's a yeah. good name recognition game, but that could yeah. be good. Aggies a fifteen point home favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northwestern five and zero going to Michigan State. They're favored by two touchdowns. Clemson, yeah, Michigan State's Pittsburgh weak this week. Too. Yeah, they stink. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Texas Clemson, Tech Pittsburgh. at Oklahoma State. I don't really care about that. Maryland, Indiana is pretty interesting. Maryland with Tua's brother, Tag Tagliavone. Oh God, I should know how to say his name. By it's now, impossible. But his brother. Uh, that's a pretty interesting one. Maryland's two and one. Indiana four and one after a big game last week. Um, that one's at eleven a.m. Central Time, as well as the 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 main event, Missouri Vandy. At eleven, uh, Kentucky is at Florida as well. That's that's the other uh, ranked matchup. So not a whole lot to watch today, but but uh, we'll be watching. And a big slate on Sunday. All of the all of the bye weeks are over, so you're going to have tons of football on Sunday, which is, should be good. Should we meet up and wa- drink some beers and watch some some Mizzou Vandy? I would like to do that. Okay, cool. Let me we'll see what we'll I connect do. off air. All right, uh, this has been fun, Brad. We're going to get out of here under thirty minutes, and uh, it's exciting. Indeed. Thanks for listening, fam. Subscribe to Micah's Read of the Week newsletter and call our hotline, 800-392-6344, 800-392-6344. We will be back later. Until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>